Welcome to the Leading in Healthcare podcast, a podcast for leaders in healthcare that want to learn how to lead from their power place. With your host, Yashika Lind, an expert global healthcare consultant and development coach to top leaders in healthcare around the globe. And now here's your host, Yashika Lind. Welcome to today's episode of the Leading in Healthcare podcast. And today is going to be a very unique episode. Um, Been on the go all day, lots of changes going on. I'm sure that you all are probably experiencing similar changes in your organization, but I didn't want to leave you this week without a podcast episode. So today what I'll be sharing is something that many of you probably have to deal with as leaders in healthcare during these trying times, during these stressful times, and it is about resolving conflict within your team. I am currently working with a team that has had an integral part to play in the health and wellness of keeping the workforce safe in order to effectively take care of the community and the patients and population that they serve. That has not come without its issues with burnout and frustration and ultimately caregivers workers that have just felt like they've been on the brink of, uh, you know, just trying to hold it all together with the stress that's going on. And so interpersonal relationships suffer during times like these sometimes. So I wanted to share some tips that I've used to navigate these times when members of the team have felt like they have been in conflict. Number one, I want you to recognize that when I'm stepping into these situations at different organizations all across the world, the number one thing that I notice as being the root cause of the problems that I am brought in to solve have to do with leadership. So whether you like it or not, the inability to work cohesively and efficiently and effectively and produce quality outcomes stems from your leadership. So I had to come in and effectively give some guidance around leadership, some coaching around leadership. And it's to no fault of these leaders that I encounter in my journeys helping these healthcare organizations. It's just that we were not given a manual to be a leader. Oftentimes, I've talked about this in the top 10 mistakes that leaders make. So if you haven't got that, download that right away. But I did talk about that in that ebook. Oftentimes, as leaders, we kind of grow up through the ranks. And although we may be good at our job, it doesn't mean that as you continue to grow that you have not only the hard skills, but the soft skills that are needed to move into more responsible roles, more leadership roles. So number one is if you are finding that your team is experiencing hiccups, you as a leader need to look internally to make sure that you're coming with impact. And if you find that you're not, this podcast, other resources that I have, the services that I provide and my um, company provides may be helpful to you individually and for your organization. So the number two thing is 
When you have people on your team that do not get along, note that they don't need to agree. There is space in the workspace, there's space in life for people to be able to work toward a common goal and a common mission without agreeing on certain things. And that is what I want my team to understand. We come from diverse backgrounds, we come from different perspectives, And while that impacts the lens from which we perceive the world, it also is valuable because it allows you to have a diverse team that can add different elements to the team. On the other hand, it can create viewpoints that don't always gel or styles that don't always gel and that is okay. So one way that you can get your team on the same page is to give them the space to agree on not agreeing, to understand that they're going to have points of contention and that is okay. But what needs to happen for you all to move forward is to step outside of our different perspectives, their different perspectives, if it is impacting the mission and the vision of the overall goal of the department of your organization, etc. So we don't have to agree. And in this current state, this current day, there's this trend where we need to talk it out. We need to agree, agree. We need to get on the same page. We need to get on the same page around the work that we're doing, the outcomes that we're producing, the value and the quality that we provide. But we don't need to be on the same page as far as liking each other, liking each other's style, etc. as long as we're all being respectful while we are doing our work. So that's number two. And um, number three, too, was differences in personality and style. I think those go hand in hand. Number three, 99% of the time when I am dealing with a conflict, it has to do with the fact that there could be something happening that is very benign that people are taking personally. And that ties into what I said about people having different perspective, different experiences, and through their lens, they take in the world. And if you perceive somebody's actions, um, some energy in the room a certain way, then you may take that personally. And that's what I find that a lot of people on teams do. And once they sit down and talk it out, nine times out of 10, what they find is that the perceptions and the projections and the feelings that they had and interpreted through their lens was often misinterpreted. So it's very important for your team to understand, for you to understand that even if it feels to you like actions and energy and behaviors and words and all of the things feel personal, they feel like a personal attack on you. Um, They feel like a personal attack on your team members. You keep having to counsel the same person over and over and you feel like because they're not listening, they're being purposefully defiant. Most of the time, none of these things have to do with you. So it will behoove you and your team members to learn very quickly to not take things personal. Sometimes when you're having these conversations with your team, what I find is that it's easy to get caught up in talking about the past, exploring the past, reliving the past, correcting the past, and not enough work done around challenging the members on your team to enact improvements. So 
Not only should you in these difficult conversations bring up ways in which the group, the team, the members that you're talking to that are having a conflict, um, how they work well together because it shows them that everything is not doom and gloom, everything is not bad, but it also helps to pull the focus from, okay, this is what happened. This is part of our past, but there are many things that we are doing right and moving forward on. So let's start to think more solution oriented. And this ties into my last tip about how you move forward and how your team moves forward. I would uh, invite you to give them the space to give you the solutions on how they should move forward. So for instance, in a lot of these conversations, I'm usually asking them, so what is a solution? How can we move forward from here? And oftentimes it's a little bit uncomfortable because as leaders, they do bring a lot of these issues and problems to us to solve. But at the end of the day, if you want a team that is more autonomous and that can solve their own interpersonal difficulties, the onus should be back on them to give the solutions, create the solutions on how they can more effectively learn to move forward in an improved manner. So this is a very short episode, but I wanted to share some tips that I had to use recently in some very difficult conversations that ended up bringing out some enlightenment, some perspective, because along with the taking things personally, um, difference in personality styles and being open to not being in alignment when it comes to um, agreeing or disagreeing, but being aligned on what the bigger cause and the bigger mission is and you being a part of fostering all of that. At the end of the day, you are there to not only foster leadership, order, boundary setting, interpersonal relationships within the team, good interpersonal relationships within the team, but it comes back to fostering open communication and helping team members notice for themselves how, no, we don't hate each other and no, we don't want to make things difficult purposely. We are all approaching these stressful times in different ways. We all have different things going on in our personal lives that impact the way that we show up in the world. So sometimes it's about learning and showing them how they can arrive at a solution of grace and forgiveness and forward motion and solution-based thinking for themselves. So that is our short little episode for this week. If you find that you've been struggling, because like I said, we don't get a manual on this. We just kind of get thrust into these leadership roles and you feel like you're struggling, like you're floundering, or maybe you're a new leader and or an aspiring leader and you want to learn some tips and tricks that are going to help you to move forward and to be a more successful leader to help avoid some of these pitfalls that I see most leaders do, then recognize that I can help you. I coach leaders on a one-on-one basis. So if you want personal coaching on your style, um, you want somebody that you can reach out to to help you make decisions, to help you get organized, to help you learn the skills that you need to lead your team, then I am available for that. 
as well as helping you navigate your own personal life because those two intersect and they impact how you show up as a leader. And if you're listening to this and you find that the executives, the leaders in your organization are struggling and you'd like me to facilitate some teaching and some instruction and some coaching and mentoring around that, or just to look at your processes, because a lot of what I do and a lot of what my company does is to go in and look at processes and help develop strategies to help you deliver better care, all of the things, then you have my contact information in the show notes. Don't be afraid to reach out and I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.